From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is On Second Thought. I'm Virginia Prescott. For students, sports yield a variety of skills and lessons beyond the field or court. There's teamwork, perseverance, and confidence. While sports in Georgia are dominated by football, baseball, basketball, and soccer, another sport is seeing major growth. Volleyball, now the number one sport played by high school girls in America. One Georgia volleyball club aims to leverage the popular sport to bridge cultural divides. The athletes and coaches from the A5 Volleyball Club in Alpharetta spent Thanksgiving break traveling to Africa, where they shared their love for volleyball with young kids living in rural Botswana. Joining me now are two of the club's top players, high school senior Sasha Ratliff. Hello, Sasha. Hi. And Savannah Bray. Hi. How are you? Good. We're also joined by Connor Lounsbury, coach at A5 and the videographer for the trip. Connor, hello. How's it going? It's just great. I'm glad to have you all here. And one of the founders of the A5 Club, Bob Westbrook, joins us as well. Bob, really great to have you. Uh, we're thrilled to be here. Thanks for having us. Well, it is such an interesting thing. I mean, we've heard of great sports, travel teams, going to interesting places. But Botswana, this is a really interesting decision. I know you've made overseas club trips before. What made Botswana different from past trips, Bob? Uh, well, we really felt compelled to uh, to do new things, to explore new areas. And one of the attractive things about this trip was we saw where we get to be of service. And it's important, we think, that we give back to the community. And uh, one of the extraordinary things was not only the way the athletes themselves responded or the young people from Botswana, but our athletes. It was really profound and uh, very impactful. I want to know from Sasha and Savannah, who, who wants to start? What was your initial reaction when you heard you were going to Botswana? Well, first I was like, that's different because we've always gone to very populated places and just always like a lot of activity. And like, it's not a tourist area that you usually go to. Right, you go to Italy, Japan, Spain, I think some of the things I read. Yes. And the, I think this trip was different because we'd always, we went to Japan and Italy like to play volleyball and to walk around and do like touristy things but I think with Africa we went there to play volleyball and to do community service it was probably it was my favorite trip out of all the ones I've been on how about for you Savannah what was your initial thought when you found out you were going to Botswana um I was glad because I've seen many people go to Africa for like mission trips and stuff and I thought it was very cool for us to be able to go to play volleyball but also give back to the community I agree with Sasha this was my favorite trip out of the ones I've been to what made it different um, more like the community service part and being able to make an impact on the kids' lives and as well as the Botswana national team's lives. And just knowing that like s people in the U.S. also like care about them and want to see them strive in their um, both volleyball career. Uh, you're the coach, Connor, but also the media specialist who documented this trip. Let's hear from a video that you took at the volleyball clinic. So I, I coach a team at the club, but on the trip, I'd only do the video and photography and stuff. So for me, it was more so just trying to make it feel like everyone back home was basically with us. So like I wanted to bring their parents along, and I wanted to bring everybody else from the club along. So it was waking up early mornings, having breakfast, and then either playing a game or going to a practice or a clinic. And then some days we had safaris and got to do some really cool things like that. But yeah, there was a ton on that. There, it, there was... 
I can't even think of it all. Explain to me, uh, Savannah said something about the Botswana national team. So you're playing with a national volleyball team from Botswana and what, schools, workshops, that kind of thing? Uh, yes, uh, we toured the country with the Botswana national team. We actually rode on the bus together, and um, and so that was uh, that was an interesting uh, event as well because we got to we we weren't tourists. We were we had an authentic experience. We were with the Botswana community. Now later in the trip, we did see some tourists, and there's nothing wrong with that. We love being tourists. Uh, that said, uh, this was so different and so unique. It was such an extraordinary thing. Uh, you know, it was interesting to me to hear you two say it was your favorite trip because I know that you're experienced, not only with us, but you've traveled more than a little. And and uh, that was my – our general perception was it for all of us. It it was Jing Hao who played on the Chinese national team, coached with, coached with, with us, has been all over the world played all over the world, said it was his favorite trip. Hmm. He'd never been to Africa. So that aspect of real connection, it sounds like, rather than just passing through. It was. I mean, uh, there were so many iconic moments, one of which was more of a social observation was they had so little and they gave so much. It was was humbling to, to see what they wanted to give us of themselves, and it demanded the same from us. I'd love to hear that from you all. We, when you're pulling up on this bus in these little villages, what was your? What are some of your first impressions? Um, just to see like the, how different they are compared to us. Like one of the things I noticed is like some of them didn't have shoes, and then like some of us in the U.S. like take for granted like just a little pair of shoes, but they have like the same shoe for like volleyball and for like their school play. So that was one of the biggest differences for me. Mm-hmm. What ages of kids were you with for the most part? Um, I say from like five to twelve. All right. Mm-hmm. So, had any of them ever played volleyball before? Probably not. No. <laughs> it was uh, no, definitely not. So, what was it like to think? Okay, this is how the game goes. Honestly, it was like just seeing how happy everybody was when we were just doing something so small, which is just teaching them volleyball and then giving some volleyballs to the school, and seeing that despite everything that they've been going through, they are just happy to be there. Oh, yeah. So it's weird. It's sort of like your world apart in some ways, right? Uh, you have so many material advantages, different cultural perspectives than all of them. How did you communicate with them? When I was with my group, we tried to like learn each other's names. So like there were some that could speak English and some that couldn't. So we like reached out to the ones that could speak English and try to like get them to understand what we were saying and vice versa. There was this girl named Tata, and she was like she knew how to she spoke to us but not in the way i think she thought she had to speak to us there wasn't you could tell she was just trying really hard to communicate with us like she spoke really good english but i think she had an idea in her head what americans were like and that's <laughs> why she would just certain things she would say like oh my goodness above all. It, no, I mean, but, um, I'd, I'd be interested because I think that's interesting, the idea that you all are walking in there. You're you're carrying something, right? You're carrying that you're Americans, you know, you're coming in on this bus. So there's a perception of difference. And I'm, that's what I'm wondering about, how you, how you broke down that difference. Well, the girl Tata, she she said, I was sitting with her on the bus. She said, oh, do you ever wish you were black? <laughs> and you are an African, a yes, young I'm woman African of color. American, yes. And then I said, I am. And then she said, no, you're not. I was like, oh, okay. 
I guess I'm not then. Just because I'm lighter skinned. So, of course, it's going to be different for what they're used to. But then I was like, oh, well, in America, I'm an African-American. I'm a woman of color. But in Africa, I guess it's different. Well, that's fascinating. (laughs) Yeah. My guests are Savannah Bray, Sasha Ratliff. They are both players in the A5 Volleyball Club, founded in part by Bob Westbrook. Connor Lonsbury is also with us. He is a coach for the A5 Volleyball Club. It's based in Alpharetta. They're talking about a trip to Botswana, where they taught volleyball to kids from rural villages and also worked with the national volleyball team of Botswana. Volleyball first invented, this is 1895, in Massachusetts, later added to the Olympics, or not until 1964. Right. So now it's the number one sport played by high school girls in America. What is it, what is it about volleyball that made it so popular with girls? Well, I can't say it entirely, but my perception about that is that um, it, it, it contains all the elements. Uh, women are very cooperative, and so for young women playing volleyball, they have their own side of the court. They have uh, their own rituals. They have a very defined team. Um, And uh, I think it speaks very profoundly to young women athletes uh, at that level. It's a very difficult game to become good at. Uh, In volleyball, you have to be able to serve the ball over the net, which uh, takes time. So the the athletes that participate in it truly get a sense of accomplishment in acquiring these very difficult skills. Now, these are two very gifted athletes, yet... The common thread that binds them is the hard work they put in to become the players they are athletes. I understand that the club now plans to partner with the Botswana Volleyball Federation. Now, what would that partnership actually mean? Well, we think that what that means is we can provide the goods, uh, knee pads, balls, uh, net systems. Um, in some cases, we, we'd love to bring their coaches over. We don't know that we can do that, but it's one of the things that now, that exchange would be of value to all of us. There, they were the, the coaching staff, and we were around most of the Botswana Federation high-level officials, and uh, and and their their desire to interact with us and to seek our aid, but also offer what they had to offer was uh, very compelling and very powerful. Um, we think that um, we think we can be successful with this, and we're going to be committed to it to to try to offer what we can offer uh, in in terms of goods and services to to help them achieve their goals. Connor, I wonder, you watching all of this with the, through the camera lens, partially, any particular sights of these girls working with the people in Botswana that comes across to you um, or stayed with you? Yeah, I'll never forget the court we were playing on on the first clinic was a big dirt yard with lines drawn with a stick in the sand and a net that was hanging up on two cement poles. And um, we probably had close to 200 kids there, and 200 kids with 16 girls. The math doesn't really work out there to teach them volleyball. So um, they would put maybe one girl with a group of about five kids, and they'd spread out, and they'd just start tossing the ball and asking them what their name is. It took maybe two minutes for the chemistry just to start happening. It, it, was, un- it was unbelievable. So what sticks in your mind about this trip, I wonder, for you, Sasha, Savannah? Or would you like to do more of this kind of thing? I would like to do more trips that are like um, community based and giving back and just like seeing them like how happy they were that like somebody else would like come to them and want to be willing to like teach them how to play and also like give them like say balls and stuff. And I just think that's like so amazing. I would love to do another experience like that. How about as far as your, you, you as a group of these 16 young women who went on this trip, 
what was it like, like, when you're coming home? What did you learn from each other? Um, i say a lot of us got more comfortable with each other, so we got to see, like, the silly sides of us and also um, not being able to play with um, all of these girls all the time, also seeing their competitive side. That was pretty amazing. I'd like to add this, yes. that it's really cool to go back to the gym the first couple of times we're back in the gym and to see them recognize each other bound by this profound experience that we had together and that they know each other in a way that they didn't know before. And uh, and then that you know that gradually fades a little bit as we get it back into the swing of things. But there's no question when they walk in that gym and they look make eye contact after having made these trips, but this trip in particular, they knew they had been somewhere and done something very unique and very special. And they in themselves were those people as well. So, and the first time I. I worked in Africa a little bit, and the first radio stations that I went to, you know, these rural places, and they'd maybe have an old CD player hooked up to a microphone, maybe another microphone. Mm -hmm. They were doing so much with so little. And I came back thinking about, you know, every radio station I've ever worked at, they have a big junk room with old stuff sitting there that they never touch. And that we have so much. I just don't know if that struck you when, when you came back. Yes, um, more like with the clothes and then the shoes. And also, like, another thing that we gave um, were, like, sports bras from Bring It USA. And they really appreciate it when we gave them because, like, not all of them have, like, sports bras when they're young. But when they get older, they do. But it's not, like, how we do here in the USA. Yeah, I can imagine if you don't have shoes, sports bras are probably not on your major priority list. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a gentleman at the last market. We didn't shop much, which was actually refreshing, even though we want to bring home souvenirs. But we got to go uh, the last day to a market in uh, Zimbabwe and um, and Victoria Falls. And there was a gentleman there named Trust who uh, wanted to buy my shoes. And uh, I said, well, I'll be back tomorrow. And um, I'm going to give them away anyway, so I'll bring them to you. And uh, so I brought him the shoes. He found me at 8.01. I was there at 8. <laughs> and uh, uh, he took his ragged shoes he had off his feet, put those on, and uh, walked off into the into, to his marketplace. It was so profound. I know for him, I don't know what it was. I know what it was for me. Well, Bob, you started this program a long time ago, or it's grown tremendously. Is that notion of community service where where does that fall into your thinking about this and and it sounds like it's brought so much meaning to these young women well i think that there are two questions one has to ask oneself what is it that i love and how can i be of service so in volleyball we love this game that's a common thread by everybody sitting at this table and a thousand girls that are in our club and uh, so naturally, we'd love to use volleyball to be of service because in the long run, right, it's a tool with which we examine the truth in our life. And, and so uh, it teaches us so much about ourselves, about what we can do. And I guess if we could ask one thing of our children would be that our hope for one thing from our children is that uh, they make a difference in the world. And uh, I think that being of service helps us teach, whether you're doing it on a large scale or whether you're doing it next door or whether you have the privilege to do it in Botswana on on an amazing journey. 
I want to thank you all so much, Savannah Bray, Sasha Ratliff, Connor Lounsbury, and Bob Westbrook, some of the athletes and coaches from the A5 Volleyball Club. You can find videos and pictures from their spectacular trip. We've got links at our website, gpbnews.org. Thank you all so much for oh, being thank here. You so thank, much. You. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. There's more on Second Thought coming up right after a short break. I'm Virginia Prescott.